A blessed morning to your friends out there once again. Welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola, the coordinator of the Potter's Gate online broadcast, a ministry that God has ordained and designated for the advancement of his intentions and prophetic counsel for this season. A ministry heaven has given to the church for the equipping of the saints and the development of the, bro- the brethren. Wherever you are this morning, I want to invite you to join us in the place of prayer. Indeed, this is the hour to pray, to seek the heart of God, to seek the mind of God, to seek the intentions of God for our day, for our generation, for our family, for our ministry, and of course, for our own private spiritual development. Uh, this is a session that we have tagged um, Morning Watch. is a time of prayer and intercession. And we want to pray with purpose. We want to pray with clarity. We want to pray with direction because indeed that is what through our kingdom focused prayer is all about. It's about advancing the counsels of God. It's about the development of God's will and intentions in our nation and of course through our lives. The Bible says that we must come before the Lord with thanksgiving. I truly want to read uh, um, Psalm 100 you know, to us this morning before we begin you know, to pray. Uh, Psalm 100 from verse 1, the scripture says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with joyful singing. Know that the Lord is good. He is the one who made us. We are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. I like verse 4. Enter his gate with thanksgiving and is caught with praise. While I was reading the scripture a few minutes before the broadcast, you know, what comes to mind, particularly verse 4, when it says, enter his gate, we know that that is a place of fortress. That, that's the place of power. That's the place of authority. The gate of God is a place of, of his governmental, you know, uh, 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 if you will, authority. That's where his sovereignty, you know, lies and rules from. And the scripture says we must enter his gate. We are given access. We are given, yes, if you will, the grace, the, the opportunity to actually come before the gate of God. The gate, amen, is the most secure place in any city, in any environment. Now we are given, amen, this privilege to come before the gate of God. He said, enter his gate with thanksgiving. So the attitude, amen, that we operate, that we present to God, amen, matters a lot, amen, in actually accessing the heart of God, the mind of God. And it's that attitude this morning that I want us to present, amen, even as we come before the Lord, amen. Bible says we must enter his gate with thanksgiving, hallelujah, and he's caught, amen, with what? With praise, with praise. He said, give him. He said, said, give thanks to him and bless, amen, his name, his holy name. Father, we enter your gate this morning. We come before you acknowledging who you are, what you are to us. We acknowledge you as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We acknowledge you, yes, this morning as the one who is the ruler of all, the creator of, of both the seen and the unseen. Our heart this morning, Lord, yes, uh, prostrates before you. Yes, Father, we bow before you. We, we come before you this morning with a sense of reverence. Yes, Lord, we present our life before you this morning in awe, in our appreciation we give thanks to you this morning even as you draw us we ask you this morning once again to 
cleanse us, to wash us, yes, as we come before you, as we present our life to you this morning as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, for it is our reasonable service. We ask you this morning to come sit, dwell among us. Help us this morning. <clears throat> to, co to, to, to connect with you, O oh God, to interact with your spirit, Lord. We lift our, our, our hearts, we lift our voice, we lift our hands to you. We proclaim your kingdom this morning come. May your will be done in us and through our life. Lead us this morning into the place of your good pleasure. Give us, O oh God, once again, yes, Father, that which is known as our daily bread. We want to be satisfied once again in your presence this morning as we get to be awakened, oh God, in your in your in your presence. Oh God, may we be transformed into your likeness. May your name, oh God, once again be hallowed. May your name, oh God, once again be hallowed among yes, your people. May there be, oh God, once again an offering of life, an offering of a living sacrifice unto you. Yes, Father, we bring our entire being, we lay before your altar this morning. We present our life unto you as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable for indeed this is our reasonable service. Lord, once again we declare that we do not conform to the elements of this world. We refuse to be conformed to the patterns, to the ideologies, to the philosophies of this world, but rather we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. We know the battle is in the mind. Therefore, we discard the old mindset. We embrace the mind of Christ. We embrace the ways of Christ. We embrace the will of Christ. We embrace the voice of Christ. We say, Father, this morning, not our will. We refuse our will to get in the way. Lord, we present our life to you. Everything that we are and we hope to be, we declare, are found in you, Christ. You are our desire. You are our satisfaction. There is nothing today can, that can fulfill us. There is nothing this world can offer to us. There is nothing, yes, Father, this ele ele elemental world, Oh God, can give to us in, in replacing your presence and joy and peace in our life. And so, Father, we come with this understanding and we say, may our offering this morning, an offering of a life worthy of you, be acceptable in your sight. We thank you. We glorify you. We honor you. Come, take your place. This is the day that you have made. This is the day that you have made. We are going to be rejoicing in this day because your spirit has called us to joy. Joy is the fruit of your spirit. Yes. For your kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy. We receive this morning, Father, yes, the grace to come with thanksgiving. Yes, thanksgiving is, is born out of a, a, an attitude of joy, an atmosphere of joy. We can offer thanks to you if we're not filled with joy. And we're filled with joy this morning because of the pers perspective that you have given unto us. Not because everything looks nice and, and good in the, in the material world, but because we know our life is sourced from the position of what we know. We know your word says all things work together for the good of them who love you and are called after your purpose this is what gives us joy and this is what gives us the boldness to come before you with a heart of gratitude with a heart of thanksgiving yes father we present our lives to you this morning we offer our lives to you this morning and we ask you come take your place 
Yahweh says, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with joyful songs. This is our song this morning. We sing a new song to you. We sing a song of worship, a song of honor, a song of praise. We sing a song of thanksgiving, a song of appreciation, a song of, yes, your, your power and dominion and authority. We sing a song of your sovereignty. We sing a song, O oh Father, of your healing power, of your mighty hand, your hand of deliverance. We sing a song, O oh God, yes, of joy. Hallelujah. We proclaim this morning, you are God and there is none like you. We are the sheep of your pasture. You are our joy and peace. Our tranquility comes from you. You are our rest. You are our home. It's in you, Father, that we find, yes, a home. It's in you that we find security. It's in you that we find a reason for living. It's in you that we find fulfillment. It's in you that we find health that we find wealth. And so, Father, this morning, we enter into your court with this understanding. We proclaim this morning that we are not ungrateful. No, our heart is filled with joy and gratitude. We thank you for what you are doing in our life, even when we don't seem to fully understand it. Even when we don't fully seem to comprehend it, yet in faith we can say thank you. Because we know that we know that we know that all things are working together. Yes, our life, oh God, is the expression of your joy. Our life is the very, yes, definition of what brings you pleasure. So, Father, our fulfillment this morning, our expectation, the expectation of our life, of our, of our home, of, of our family, of all that we have and all, we, all that we hope to be is to bring glory to your name. It's not just in receiving some things it's not just in acquiring some things it's not just in achieving some things know that we have a standing before you hallelujah that be, that we have a standing before you is what gives us fulfillment that we have a standing before you is what gives us enrichment is what gives us a sense of hope and a direction that we have a place in your heart is the greatest wealth that we can achieve that we can acquire oh father open our eyes to see what matters to you and to see what yes really yes last that which is eternal our desire this morning is to understand this inheritance this this riches that we have in you paul spoke about this riches that we have in christ all them that have journeyed before us, they understood that there is more to life, yes, than the things that man seeks to possess. It was Jesus who said, yes, a man's life does not consist of the abundance of things he possesses. Ah, this is wisdom. Help us, oh Father, to go beyond just what our hands can touch. What our hands, oh God, can, yes, can handle what we can feel. Oh, help us to go beyond what we can see with our natural eyes. Oh, open our eyes this morning to see the realities of the glory, yes, Father, of the treasures around your throne. Help us, oh God, to behold, to gaze into what makes the elders to cast their crown before you and continue to say, holy 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 is the lord god almighty the whole world is full of his glory help us to see 
bring us to the place of knowledge. Not knowledge acquired by some information that is earthly. Help us to see that which, oh God, is beyond what the mind of man can comprehend. So our hope and our sense of joy and fulfillment is not limited to the earthly realm. We can only govern the earthly realm when we are secure in the heavenly order. We can only subdue the earth when our life is no longer captured by elementary, elemental things. So help us this morning to ascend. For that is what prayer does. That is the mission of prayer. To cause us to ascend. Who can come to the heel of the Lord, your word says. Grant us this morning the capacity to ascend. But we cannot ascend if we are weighed down. We cannot ascend if we are boggled by the anxieties of the world. We can't even come before your presence and throne. Because your dwelling place is in the lofty place. Hallelujah. Your dwelling place is in the lofty realm. In that day the mountain of the Lord shall be exalted above all hills. Above all mountains. So Father this morning. We shed off all gravitations of the earth. We lay down every weight and sin that can easily beset us. As mountain climbers and, and as mountain dwellers, we want to travel light. We undress ourselves of the burdens of yesterday. We undress our mind, O oh God, of, yes, the anxieties of yesterday. And the worries of tomorrow, we cast them down. You see, now faith is... At this moment, Father, we declare that we have a standing before you. We have a posture before you. We see nothing, we hear nothing except Christ, him crucified. Oh, we want to be elevated to that same realm that Christ is at the right hand of the Father, seated, making intercession for us. For this is our natural dwelling place this is our habitat father we pray this morning that we will understand that our life yes is sourced from the ecosystem of your kingdom so once again we pray oh god that we undress ourselves from the fig leaves that has been given to us in exchange of your glory no father we receive of your glory this morning we declare oh father that we are born of the second man the last adam that which is of the earth is earthy. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot see. Oh, except a man be born of the water and the spirit cannot enter. We want to see and we want to experience by entering. So bring us to the place of your good pleasure. Help us to lay aside the superfluity of nothingness with meekness of heart. With a circumcised heart, with a contrite conscience, we come and we have a standing before you this morning. All through the blood of the Lamb, the blood that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. We proclaim a standing before you this morning and we declare that only by your grace can we stand. Only by your mercy are we not consumed. So Father, this morning once again, accept our offering. Our offering of thanksgiving. That nobody appears before the king empty-handed. No, we come this morning. Yes, with a joyful heart. 
We come this morning with gladness. We come into your presence this morning with joyful song. We know that you are good because you have made us. We are yours. We are your people, the sheep of your pasture. We come into your gate this morning with thanksgiving to your court with praise. We offer a blessing unto you. We are of the generation that blesses you. Yes. That there's a thing that you want from us. There's a thing that we offer to you that makes you glad. For this was the reason why you created Adam in the beginning. You created him for your own good pleasure. In other words, when you see Adam, you, you satisfy. He's like a food. Oh, Father, may our life return to the place. To that point that when you look at us, you are satisfied. That when you look at me, you are satisfied. May everything in me, O oh God, that makes you turn your eyes away, O oh God, be removed, I pray. May everything in my life, in my heart, every secret scene, every secret thought, O oh God, in my life that will make you turn away. May those things, O oh God, this day be laid on the altar of the burnt offering, O oh God. May they become an ash, O oh God. May they become an ash completely so that my life and all that, O oh God, is left of me will become indeed a living sacrifice. A smoke rising unto your nose, real. <laughs> it is my prayer this morning. That my worship will become acceptable in your sight. Cast me not, O oh God, from your presence. It's the prayer of David and it's my prayer. Cast me not away from your presence. Draw me nearer this morning even as I draw near to you. You said you would draw near to those who draw near to you. I make a choice this morning to draw near to you. It's my pleasure this morning, O oh Father, to have a standing before you. Oh yes, to see you in glory, to be transformed, to be equipped, oh Father, through the knowledge of the wisdom that flows from your presence. It is my desire this morning that my life, oh God, indeed will become a reflection of your presence, a manifestation, oh God, of divine representation in the earth. Oh Father, it's my desire this morning that in all that I do, Christ, you are seen to be glorified. Be glorifying me. Take your place in me. Have your way in me. May your kingdom come. It is the ultimate of prayer. It is the mother of all prayer. That your kingdom come. Because when your kingdom is invited. Your kingship and your rulership takes dominion. That is the meaning of the prayer of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. When he says, pray this way. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. This is all that I desire. That heaven becomes the reflection of my life. That I become the very reflections of heaven. That within my radius, oh God, all that people will feel, oh God, is the manifestation of your glory, of your power, of your essence, of your dwelling. Yes. Come, have your way. Take your place. Take your place. Take your place over my mind, over my thoughts. Take your place over my desire, over my, over my aspiration. Take your place, oh God, over my will. Take your place. 
take your place be crowned king oh god over my faculties be crowned king oh god over every cell in me oh god over my dna be crowned king oh god over my thoughts be crowned king oh god over my <clears throat> over my hearing ability be crowned king over my taste board be crowned king oh god over my movement be crowned king take your place i want to walk in the path that Enoch walked 365 years living every day of his life in the honor of your name manifesting and representing your glory in the earth all people can see is two people walking but only one footprint can we see it is the order of them who have journeyed oh father pray this morning that my feet will be planted in the same order that Elijah walked that at the time came you send the chariot of fire yes to take him out of this world not because the world is evil but because he has done he has fulfilled his mandate and that's what you do with those who have fulfilled their mandate you take them out Oh, Father, help us to know this morning that we are on a mission. Help us to know that we have been sent on a mission, that we are ambassadors in this earth, that our sole purpose is to fulfill, yes, the mission of the country we came from. Ah, you said they were searching for a country whose builder and maker is God, that no matter how wonderful and how glorious the glory of this world is, it cannot be compared to the glory found in you. You are the definer of heaven. Heaven is in you. Heaven, hallelujah, yes, does not contain you. You contain heaven. Huh. Help us, oh Father, to know that in a great house, that there are dimensions of glory. That the glory of this world that is charming my heart away from you, oh God, will become per se, Spirit of God. That the elementary things, that the temporal things, the templar, temporal pleasures of this world, oh God, that is drawing my heart away, oh God, will become a thing, oh God, of an offering in the fire that rises up to you. That all that I desire and all that I want is to have a standing, an eternal standing before you. It is the way of the patriarchs to have an eternal standing with you. A life, oh God, consecrated, encapsulated, oh God, in your glory, oh Father. This is my prayer. This is my prayer for all my disciples, all our tribes and, and loved ones and followers. That we will seek nothing more than, yes, to be found in you. Like Moses said, we would dare not make a move except your presence go with us. Oh, Father, may we not be a generation of them who all we want is a nice chariot to go with us, is a nice trunk of army to go with us, is some bags of gold to go with us, but not your presence. No, we want your presence. It is your presence that we desire because it's your presence that makes all the difference. It is your presence that makes the difference in the life of a person when they are wealthy. It is your presence, yes, that makes the difference, yes, even when they seem to be poor and that which they are seeking and believing you for has not yet materialized. It's your presence that makes the difference that when we lay, yes, on the sick bed and we don't know what to do, it is your presence that makes the difference. It's your presence that will always make the difference when the man walks away, when the woman walks away, oh God, and we seem to be alone. It's your presence that tells us that we will never be alone and we will never be lonely it's your presence oh god 
when everything seems to be taken from us and we don't know where to run to and we don't know where to turn to that we can always look inward even as we look upward ah help us holy spirit teach us how to pray in these days of the end help us oh god to graduate from elementary prayer points, oh God. Help us to graduate, oh God, from soulish prayer points. Help us to come into realms and dimensions in the Father, Christ. Be revealed to us. Holy Spirit, it is your ministry to reveal Christ to us. That as we see Christ, we will know how to worship the Father. Ah. Teach us your ways. Teach us your ways. Teach us your will. Help us to be satisfied in doing them, oh God. Doing your will. It's in doing your will that we find rest. Jesus, you said, my meat is to do the will of him who sent me. And to finish it. Oh, Father, we ask of you this morning. Teach us how to pray. It was the disciples who said, teach us how to pray. As John taught his disciples, teach us. For we know that no one ever graduates from the school of prayer. No one ever graduates from the school of prayer. Because the school of prayer is the school of Christ. It's the school of the Spirit. Deliver us from lies and deception and falsehood. Bring us into your atmosphere. Bring us into your day. Touch our lips. Touch our eyes. So we can see truly through your eyes. Touch our ears so we can hear through your earrings, oh God. Oh, touch our lips that we may speak forth only that which proceed from your presence. For man shall not live by bread alone, but that which, yes, proceeds from the heart of the Father. May your kingdom continue to come this morning. May your will be done, establishing us the heart of a sojourner. Establish, awakening us, the heart of a traveler. Yes, Father, we want to travel the path of Abraham. Abraham, leave your father's house. You are forever calling us to leave a realm into the next dimension of your counsels and purposes. Your purposes will always be established and be fulfilled. It will not be thwarted. It will not be frustrated. Nothing can frustrate your purpose. Your purpose speaks into the movement of a people. Into the journey of a tribe. Yes. You're always calling a people out. And you're always leading them into a place. Once again, Father, this morning, as you call us call us out of yesterday and as we speak, st step into this new day we pray spirit of the lord oh god that we will follow the instructions and the guidance of your spirit help us to know that you're calling us out of our tribe a tribe that we have inherited from the earth you're calling us out of so many ideas and philosophy the things that we have given so much investment into that, but, that, that are but temporal. You're calling us, Abraham, leave your father's house, your tribe, your people, into a land. To a land I will show you. Baptize us once again with an awareness that we are travelers, we are sojourners. Ah. I said, Father, baptize us once again with the heart of a sojourner, of a pilgrim, 
Oh, Spirit of God, awaken us to understand who we are, who we are in you, what we represent in you. It's my prayer this morning that our heart, oh God, will be awakened, enlighten us this morning to who to our true tribe, through our to our true identity. Yes, how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, even faint, for the court of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cries out for the living God. This is Psalm 84. Even the sparrow has found a home and a swallow a nest for herself. Where she may place a young near your altar. O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Verse 4. How blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you. Whose heart are set on a prison. Father, set our heart this morning on a journey. Set our heart on a prigam. Help us to know that we are migrants. We are prig we are prigamates, oh God. We have not a, an eternal dwelling place on this earth. And it's not that we want to just go to heaven. You are heaven. We're not just sit, seeking for a, a, a street, you know, made of gold. We're not just looking for a realm that we can wow. No, <laughs> no, no. It is you that charms us. It's your presence. You are the very presence that makes heaven what heaven is. You are the reality of heaven. Heaven is not just a place. Heaven is in you. Wherever you are is heaven. If you are in hell, that is heaven. Wherever you are is heaven. I don't just want to be lifted to another place. If you are not there, I don't want to be there. Help us to change our theology. Nobody goes to heaven without a passion for Christ. <laughs> heaven is not just a place we go to, to rest. Here on earth we have entered his rest. Hello? <clears throat> there remaineth a rest for the people of God. Those who have ceased from their own labor have entered into his rest. There's a rest we have in Christ. Heaven is not our dwelling place of rest. I hope you know that, friends, if you are listening as we pray this morning. Because in heaven there's no rest. There's a continual praise. There's a continual worship. So our theology of rest must change. What we believe and think is rest is totally far from what the scripture describes. What we understand about heaven is religious, is man-made definition, giving us false image and false hope. Ah. Oh, open our eyes. Open our minds. Advance for yourself this morning an awakened generation. Who are tracking with you. Who are journeying with you. That you take pleasure in our movement. 
Before them is a desolate wilderness. Behind them is a desolate wilderness. Before them is like the Garden of Eden. <laughs> Everywhere we journey to, we transform it to Eden, the paradise of God. That's who we are. That's our priesthood in the earth, beloved. That is our priesthood. That as we journey, listen to the scripture. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose heart are set on a program. As they pass through the valley of bitter. That's what Baca means, bitter. As they pass through the valley of bitter, the valley of Baca, they make it a spring. They make it spring. They make it sp spring to spring forth. They make the water to come forth. So we're not running away. We're not escaping. But we say we will not go without him leading us. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make a place of spring. Even the autumn rain covers it with pools. <laughs> they grow. They go from strength to strength. Until each appear before God in Zion. Ah, that's a song we should be singing in our day. Give us once again the spirit of a psalmist to sing the song of the journey to Zion. The song of them whose strength is in you, whose heart are set on a pilgrimage. That as they pass through the valley of Baca, they have the ability, the capacity, the skill, the wisdom. To make it spring. Oh Lord. God of hosts. Hear my prayer. David cried out. Give me oh God. The God of Jacob strength. I pray this morning oh Father. That our life will reflect. Will manifest. The desires of your spirit. That we will not become a, a byword generation. A yesterday's people. Uh-uh. A yesterday's people. Their relevancy died yesterday. Uh-uh. May we continue to journey. It is in the journey that we find relevance. It's in the journey that we find, yes, Yes, relevance. Relevance is to set your feet upon where he's walking. Walk with me and be mature. Until we come to the full stature. It's a journey, friends. Devotion is a journey with him. Devotion is never stationary. Devotion is a journey. Where it is is where you want to be because that's where you are able to worship him in spirit and in truth. He himself prayed in John 17. Father, I do not pray that you take them out of this world. No. But where I am is where I want them to be. Where is he? Where is he? In this new day. In this day, the 29th of April, where is God in your life? What is he saying? What is he doing? That's the place you ought to be because that's the place you can offer to him the worship and the sacrifice of praise that is due unto him. You can't worship him in the place that he was yesterday. Yesterday was good because that's where he was, but he has left that place. Where is he today? Because that's the place. 
you can bring honor and glory to his name oh father our heart rejoice in you we journey with you that's why we cannot be bothered we cannot be tied down boggled down by the weight of this world by the things of this world possessing everything yet living as if we possess nothing it was brother Paul who showed us that, that understanding he said let those who are married live as if they are not <laughs> they understood something no wonder they were able to track God and please him for their generation their generation we serve God to gain something and then we build an embankment. We build a wall around that thing and we build our own little God knows what around it and then we can no longer journey. Those who, not, those who do not understand the meaning of true wealth, when they come into something, they build a wall around it. But those who understand the nature of the true wealth, they are travelers. They are travelers. They are travelers. Because they know that God, yes, has a mandate in the earth. They know that God has a mandate in the earth. Yes, he, he has a mission in America. He has a mission in Europe, in Asia, in Africa. He has a mission, yes, in the Kalahari. He has a mission somewhere, yes, in the Koma Hills, somewhere in Nigeria. He has a mission somewhere deep, yes. Among the forgotten in a tribe, he has a mission. His mission is to cover the earth with the glory of his knowledge. And he needs somebody to take him there. It's the reason why they bless you. So that the resources they've given to you will allow God to move into the space. Our eternal rest is in him. Lord, we honor you. We follow you this morning. May we continue, Father, to develop the yearning and the panting to always search for you. As the deer pants for the water, so my soul pants and long after you. We long for you, O oh God. We long for you this morning. We thirst for you. We quest for you. We hunger for you. Yes, as Jesus lived in that attitude of perpetual hunger, that was what secured his ministry on earth. He was forever hungry to know and to carry out the will of his father. He never did ministry outside of passion. His passion was to know the will of his father and to fulfill it. And this is the same blueprint they've given to us. Nothing you do will ever satisfy you if the Father is not involved. Is the center of all things. Is the center of government. Is the center of governance. It should be the center of policy. Is the center, yes, of our life, of our home, of our family, of our marriage, of our children. It should be the center of our money, of our relationship, friendship. Whatever we do, Christ must be the center. For he is the center of all things. All things revolves around him. When you take him out of the center, ah, you've disordered the equation. Nothing will work. 
even if you get the answer right, you will still be wrong. Father, our heart longs for you this morning. And that is not just some cliche. Our heart keeps saying it until there's an awakening in your heart of meaning what you're saying. Lord, my heart yearns for you. My heart pants for you. Lord, I search for you. In the morning, Lord, I awake to honor you, to seek you. Keep saying it. Sometimes you have to keep saying something until your brain catches up with it. You may not feel like it, but just say it anyhow. Say it. Sometimes you need to hear yourself say certain things. Then it clicks. Oh, Holy Spirit. Teach us how to pray. Bring us into the realities and the meaning of prayer. It's a vehicle, friends. What we do with this vehicle matters. You can win the world through prayer. You can conquer your enemy in the place of prayer. Because prayer means so many things that we are yet to uncover. But we thank God that they are revealing this thing to us. That's why they say, teach us how to pray. You must be taught. And you have to have a willing heart, a teachable spirit to learn how to pray. Because prayer is a call to a deeper intimate relationship with the God who is the creator of the universe think about it when you begin to pray you begin to enter into dark realms what do I mean by that dark realms mean there are realms that you never you are never aware of you don't know they exist it's all, it's all pitch dark there. And as you pray, the turn on lights. Ah, 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 ah. That's why when you get to certain realm in the place of prayer, all you can do is to groan. Because there are no longer words to express the interaction, the dealings, the convictions. You groan with words that cannot be uttered. It's a journey. And what a privilege to be called to journey with God in the place of prayer. You want to know him? Learn how to pray. You want to please him? Learn how to pray. You want to satisfy him? Ask him to teach you how to pray. Nobody teaches you how to pray except him. He's the great rabbi. Teacher, teach us how to pray. I told you guys before, I learned, I learned the ways of the spirit. I learned what today I call the prophetic in the place of prayer. It's a school. When you go to prayer, you must go with your notes. They teach you things. You write down things. Prayer is not just you communicating God to God. They communicate back to you. <laughs> they speak to you. Volumes. Words. Many of the books that I've written were but in the place of prayer. The titles were but in the place of prayer. When I get stuck in writing, I go into prayer. Because 
prayer is the only mechanism that opens your spirit like the uterus of, of a woman that gets open in the time to release to give birth it's a mystery prayer will open you up to dimensions to realities to realms to words they will give you words in the place of prayer ah it's a place of consumption it's a place of consummation come on pray Teach us how to pray. Prayer is the call to walk in the spirit. It's a call to walk in the spirit and walk with the spirit of the living God. You will know more of, of him and more of your enemy in the place of prayer. Because the more you know him, the more he opens you up to see the complex nature of your enemy and the battles you are called to fight. Have you noticed that those who pray very well, who are men and women of prayer, you know what I mean by that? Who pray the heart and the will of God, which is the manifestation of his kingdom into their life, they never move. They never move. Yes, they may express pain and emotion, but those things does not consume them. Teach us, Lord, how to pray. He said, when you pray, ask for your daily bread. All that you would need are given to you in the place of prayer. If it's given to you in the place of prayer, go to sleep, go to rest. It will come. But if you have not asked God for it, ah, you will be toiling. Ask Peter. They say we've toiled all night and we've caught nothing. <laughs> you know why? Because the master has not spoken. That's the meaning of prayer. Prayer is when the master speaks. Launch out to the other side. Launch out to the deep. Your life struggle become lesser when you learn to pray. I'm not saying prayer takes away your struggle, takes away your challenges. No. No, it doesn't. But it gives you the knowledge, the wisdom, the right perspective to deal with life, to handle complex life issues, to deal and handle with people, even those who seem to be pretending and lying to you. When you start praying, you start seeing them in their true nature because you see one of the character nature of, of prayer is prophetic by nature <laughs> you know prayer is communicating with God right so when you communicate with God things that matter to God before your life or things that matter to you before God God will speak to you about it it will speak to you about people about friends about colleagues, you know, about you know, circumstance, economy. Yeah, it will speak to you. 
when you pray, you will know people in their true nature for their true nature. You see. The life of prayer will reflect the kind of attitude you express. Have you noticed that Jesus was never shocked? He was never moved by, you know, people's actions and reactions. No, because he had foreseen. He had foreseen. It's, 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 that's what prayer does. It, 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 it prepares your spirit. That's the heart of the prophetic. You will know the future in the place of prayer. <laughs> I say you will know tomorrow. You will know the future. Because prayer will take you into your future. Have you noticed that that's the, one of the nature of prayer? It takes you into tomorrow. It will take you into next tomorrow. It will take you into next week. Prayer will take you into next year. Like I always say. Some of us are not living in the season that we are in. We are, we are ahead of our season. You cannot but... To be shown things when you start praying, you will hear. And if you have not learned to hear and, and know the right thing, they will correct that even in the place of prayer. They can correct your doctrine in prayer. <laughs> They've done it to me several times. I don't know. <laughs> I remember when I was a pastor, everyone will correct me. No, that thing you said, you didn't say the right way. Even if you said the right thing, but the way you said it, the manner in which you said, you can say the right thing. With the wrong attitude, they will correct it. Because when you start praying, everything about your life comes alive. Comes alive. Even the ones that you try to suppress. <laughs> yeah. Will you start praying? Prayer makes you like, you know, like somebody that is vulnerable. And that's what prayer does. You must be vulnerable before God. You can't come before God and be pretending. You can't lie. Even if you want to lie, you cannot lie. I guess that's the reason why some people say I can't, I, I can't pray. You know why they say that? Because they are afraid to open themselves up to God. Prayer is like you trying to, you know, go on a date, you know, with a woman, a lady. Huh? Or you start dating somebody and you're preparing, you know, to want to get married. It's, 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 a, it's, a big, it's a big issue when you start praying. <laughs> Things that you're holding on to. And, like my people will say, I know go agree. This is mine. Ah, when you start praying. <laughs> you don't know how when you start living that thing, you just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You mean I can let go of this thing? Yes. The reason why you are so heady and so strong and so, you know, willpower is because you lack a prayer life. Nobody prays and come with an attitude of pride and arrogance. No. They break that thing. I remember back in the days in the place of prayer, right there, they will be bringing names that I must go and apologize to. Well, you're praying and they're showing you names. Go and apologize to this person. <laughs> go and Yes. It's a whole school, you know, philosophy of the things of the spirit. All this nonsense I hear and I see on social media about prayer 
It has to stop. When you start praying, what you what you are discarding, you will start embracing it. And what you are embracing, you will discard it. People you think you cannot love, you can't walk with them when you start praying. You can walk even with the devil. <laughs> you didn't hear me? I said, when you start journeying with God in the place of prayer, if they send you to go and walk with the devil, you will walk with him without the devil compromising your life. You understand this? You never got to know who you are until you start to pray. What is prayer? That the will of God be done in your life. That the kingdom of God takes a resident through your life, in your life, and manifests through your life. It is not you slapping God with request. It is you standing to hear his request. When you pray, you are like a waiter waiting on the one who has come to eat in the restaurant. Sam, waiting on you. What do you want to eat? It's not you telling the man, uh, this is what you want and this is what you must eat. That's no prayer. That's a lie we bought from religion, from men who want to use our liberty to entrap us. That's why people today are entrapped in the name of God. They have been captured in prison in the name of spirituality, in the name of looking for solution. Nobody prays. Nobody goes into the venture of prayer without understanding. Yes, the modus operandi, the word of God must be life to you. They must teach you the values and the principle, the authority and the sovereignty of God's word because that is the resource, the only resource you need in prayer. It's not your idea that makes prayer effective. It's not your desire that makes prayer effective. It is not what the papa said. It's not what the prophet said. It's not what the bishop said. They may all have said good things, but what they have said is secondary. The primate of prayer is that you know the word of God because it's from that word you source to know, to understand the will of God. And what you are seeking to establish in your prayer is the will of God for your life. Which of course, you and I don't know. We know part of it. We don't know all of it. If heaven had answered all the prayer you pray, by now you will be dead. By now you'll be somewhere you'll be regretting your life because you pray what you know, you pray what you feel, you pray what you think you need, you pray your emotion, you pray your anxiety, you pray your fear, even though you don't call it fear, but listen to the prayer of most people. They're born out of fear, out of doubt, out of anxiety, out of, you know, a need, out of insecurity. Mm-hmm.
It's a day God is calling us to be re-engineered, to be restructured, to rediscover. Listen, friends, the day is going to get more darker. If, I, if I'm telling you now everything, God's going to look bright tomorrow, bright tomorrow. I'm lying to you. I'm lying, amen, with my teeth to you. No, but in darkness, you can shine. <laughs> in darkness, I can shine. In the most difficult situation, I can stand out. Because when you start praying, you know one thing. God must take the glory. There was no prayer that could stop Jesus from going to the cross. <laughs> there was no there was no prayer Jesus prayed in Gethsemane to change the part of Gethsemane. To change the part of the cross, to change the part of death. You see, you may see Gethsemane, you may see death you may see barrier but often people don't see resurrection that's why when you start praying the will of God they will show you the arrest they will show Gethsemane the arrest from the arrest they will, they will show you yes the way of the beating of the cross they will show you all of that but they will also show you the third day of resurrection. So prayer, amen, will prepare you, hallelujah, to go through what you need to go through. So that when you are hung on the cross, there is enough hope that, hallelujah, after three days, there will be what? Resurrection. And beyond resurrection, there will be ascension. Prayer is not to lie to people and say, ah, there's no problem coming. It's coming. Why is coming? Famine is coming. But prayer, as we say, is very prophetic. It prepares you for the famine. It prepares you for the war. That's why they say, put on the whole armor of God. Why would you put on the whole armor of God when there's no war? Why would they send you ahead of your family to a land where you are a stranger only to prepare a posterity, to prepare an economy for them when, hallelujah, famine hits the entire nation intelligent people hallelujah are called to pray to an intelligent God prayer does not make you foolish or stupid prayer is a call amen to be to be intelligent to be a technocrat in the things of God in the place of prayer you will see tomorrow why you today may be bleak and dark and gloomy and painful and, and, and challenging yet they will show you ah there's a way out I see the way out that's why in prayer three things must be manifested your faith your hope and your love for God these three shall abide let them be the anchor of your engagements in this 21st century Parabasoprovene. 
let your anchor be Christ Christ is the manifestation of faith hope hope that makes not a shame hope that does not disappoint I hope you know that there are situations in the scripture that men are given totally given up a good one is Lazarus the friend of Jesus is been dead four days until the fourth day Jesus went to <laughs> I mean you, you think those miracles were just done because well uh, this is the way no everything that the Lord did were done to instruct us to teach us the miracles are teach are teachings the, the healings the provisions in all of those things that we run after they are coded amen principle to teach us about the way of life the ways of the things of God you don't give up on yourself because you don't give up on God who has called you amen when you give up on yourself it means that you have given up on prayer you've given up on God you've given up amen on hope Hope does not make sense to the sensual. Faith, amen, does not make sense, amen, to the sensual. The things of God are foolish to the carnally minded. The Bible says, let not a double-minded person think he, he or she will receive anything from God. No. The ways of God through prayer. Despite hope, Abraham believed despite hopelessness Abraham believed God and it was imputed to him as what as righteousness you see teach us Lord how to pray Lord to as many that you have designated under this anointed exaltation I pray oh God that you will heal them first of all you start by healing their mind so they can have the right mindset. Then you heal, oh God, their faith so that doubt will become a thing of the past. Then you heal, oh God, yes, their sense, oh God, of insecurity and weakness. And you help them to begin to rise up with a new sense of vision, hope, and understanding. But beyond this, Help them to understand that your love for them is more than their need or quest or desire. That it is your good pleasure to give them all things. The miracle of the children's bread. Yes, it's my prayer this morning that you will reach your hand, you will stretch your hand to heal, to restore, to renew, to revive, to reform, but muscle to place in your people, oh, a desire for joy, the spirit of joy, the gift of joy, the fruit of joy, let it be manifest in the life of your people, because joy is the greatest thing you can give to us, it's more than any other thing that we can ever think of the joy of the Lord let it be the strength of your people oh God
Hallelujah. Mercy. Mercy. Let it rain over your church. Truth, let it rain. Peace, let it flow like a river. Remove, oh God, the false garments the enemy has given to them. Undress them from the lies and the anxieties and the fear and the doubts and the disappointment of yesterday. Undress them from these things and grant them, oh God, a new clothing, oh God, of peace, of trust, of faith, of hope. A kingdom life secured within the realities and the revelation of who Christ is. The definer of time and space. The creator of all things visible and invisible. I pray this morning. Heal this person. Anazami. Heal this person. Touch every area of a life oh God heal, restore, renew, reform take a deeper bring a deeper anyone out there listening to us under the sound of this voice may your miracle begin to flow as they connect with you in faith may miracle begin to take place in their life but may they live beyond miracle may they know that living for you is the greatest miracle they can ever have. Walking with you. Yes. Tracking with you. Journeying with you. Yes, Father. I pray. Let the manifestation of your goodness that never fails continue to flow into their lives, into their homes, into their business, ministry, careers, whatever they represent. May they see that that, oh God, is a call to fulfill, yes, your divine counsel in the earth. May there be a channel through which your things, oh God, find expression in the earth. We honor you, Father. Renew that man of God, your, your servant. Renew his strength. Renew his vision. Renew his sense of courage in this trying time. Yes. Help him to know that he's not alone. You're there with him. That as he speaks to represent you, as he, yes, initiate vision to advance the people, the lives that you've committed into his hand. Father, pray that there will be an awakening of an assurance. Boldness, grace, courage may be a reflection of a Davidic tabernacle you're restoring this season. I pray, oh God, for that woman called alongside to assist to represent your voice your counsel to carry out an initiative oh God yes wherever I pray spirit of God oh new grace new vision new new release of resource capacity sustenance 
never to give up but to trust to wait favor favor for that woman favor for that young lady favor oh god that teenager that needs a sense of clarity and direction a sense of security yes i pray oh god may your heart father reach deep into yes his heart our heart wherever they are yes spirit of god align them to understand what it means to know you and to serve you and to live for you jesus at the age of 12 knew what he was called to do and his his life began to tow the path of obedience and submission until the will of his father was established by the age 33 i pray spirit of god may our our teens and teenagers and young adults like they call them the millennials may they not lose oh god their sense of timing may they not waste their time may the world not capture them to the point where they have no sense of direction and purpose i pray for them oh god that they will start to build clusters of community 1 2 3 4 in their school in their community start coming together and start talking about things that matter things that can help them become an example awaken our teenagers help them to see the importance of education the education yes is a key to freedom freedom to be and to reach whatever wherever you've assigned them to go yes father may they not be limited because of ignorance may they rise up break barriers and boundary awaken oh god yes a sense of responsibility and duty in them oh god touch their parents to teach them to show them the right way the right pattern and the right order of life oh hallelujah we pray father that there will be in this new day a new set of men and women whose hope are the lord whose faith are in you whose expectation yes are in you bless are those whose heart are set on a journey set their heart on a journey bring them to your good pleasure bring them into grace strength provisions sustainability oh god assurance oh god yes we banish fear and doubt and discouragement and disappointment and anxiety and sickness and disease and infirmity from their life we banish it oh god may their space become a space of righteousness goodness mercy may their life represent an altar ever burning with the fire of a living sacrifice touch their eyes to see that they will not be deceived oh god in the in the world of great deception yes we live in a time of great deception but may this one so oh god who have come to 
partake and to join, oh God, the expressions and the desires of God for a people called the Ecclesia. I pray, Spirit of God, open their eyes, their inner eyes, that they may know the path, the way to Zion. Bring them into fullness. Bring them, oh God, into fullness. Bring them into your joy. Bring them, oh God, into the grace that manifests the fruit of the Spirit. For the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, temperance, meekness. I pray that goodness becomes part and parcel of their life. Oh, that they will express the grace of restraint and constraint as they walk in the power of self-control, the ability to self-govern and regulate the order of their life, administrating their order, oh Father, through the pattern of your wisdom. Let wisdom become the manifestation of their life. Let wisdom continue to build them, oh God, until they become a mighty edifice. Yes, until their life becomes like that, that, that tree planted by the streams of water, bringing forth a fruit in due season. I pray, Spirit of God, let today become the beginning of a greater reality of a people seeking and pressing more into your presence. May their priesthood once again this morning be awakened, O oh Father, be built up, O oh God, with the scepter of authority as, as kings marching forth to establish the glory of your kingdom within the realms of man. Yes, you've made them kings and priests in the earth. May our life be Come the manifestation of this order to the glory of your name. Hallelujah. We honor you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For a generation of men and women who are no longer lame, for whom you have strengthened their knees, who can have a standing, but not just have a standing, but who can walk into their destiny. Lameness is banished, limitations are banished. Rise and walk, Jesus said. Take up your mouth and go to your house. Rise. Take up your mouth and go to your house. That lameness become a thing of the past. That you will enter into God's prophetic desire and design for your life. Hallelujah. A banished lameness from your life. Lameness from your home and family. Lameness from your ministry. Lameness banished. From everything that your life represents, that this day you will rise up, strength upon the feeble knees. It says, strengthen the feeble knees. May your knees be strengthened. Your knees carries the weight of your movement into, yes, heaven's intentions and counsel for your life. You will not be weighed down. You will not be boggled down. You will not be, yes, overpower and overshadow. But the burdens of darkness arise and shine, they said. For your light has come. 
I speak light into every area of your life. I speak the light of heaven, the illuminating light of God upon your path. I declare light into your home, into your space, into your ministry, into your marriage, into your career, into your, yes, into your relationship. I speak light into those dark areas, complex dimensions of your life that you are not aware of. Yes, things that have eluded you. Light in the name of Jesus. Let the light of God begin to shine. It's a day of exposure. You'll be exposed. You will not be in darkness. You will not be locked in some solitary confinement somewhere pharaoh let my people go this day you're breaking out of the jail of lameness and weakness and blindness and limitation arise shine forth the light has come when light comes illumination hallelujah uh, begins to operate meaning that you now can begin to see you can begin to enter into what i call prophetic creativity now you can begin to locate things uh, yes you can begin to direct things why because you have given you've been given lights nobody advances in darkness nobody becomes anything when you're crippled have you noticed that what sin does sin cripples us put us in a lame position we become a liability not just to people even to our own self I proclaim this day your mind is renewed you begin to see you begin to walk because you have the mind of Christ the ability to carry out heaven's intention not to delay to run the ability to run the Bible says, yes, those who wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings like eagles. I declare this day, you will run and not faint. You will soar high in the name of Jesus. You will break barriers and boundaries. You will fulfill God's prophetic mission for your life. You will not be left in a position and condition of lameness. In the name of Jesus. It's a brand new day. It's a brand new day. Thank you, Father. It's a brand new day. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. Come on, friends. Bless him this morning. Give him all glory. If you have been touched by God, if you have been awakened, he awakens me morning by morning. If you have been awakened, give glory to his name this morning. For yes, he is due to be praised. I say give all the praise and glory unto him this morning. Yes. 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 The sovereign Lord has given to me a well-instructed tongue. That is the tongue we've been using to pray and to make declaration and exaltation this morning. He gives to us. A tongue that is instructed to know the words that sustains the weary. That's how we pray. When we pray this kind of prayer, a pray, a prayer to, to reach out, to bless creation, to bless the earth. We pray from this position. We know how to sustain every sense of weariness. In the name of Jesus, we curtail the weariness. We banish the weariness. We declare in Jesus' name. Right now, you're no longer weary. 
Weariness demobilizes you. Weariness cripples you. Weariness limits you. Weariness put a sense of fear and doubt and anxiety and uncertainty upon your space. But those right now are removed in Jesus' name. Why? Because the sovereign Lord. You know why it's called sovereign? He knows all things. He's all powerful. The sovereign Lord has given to me a well-instructed tongue. Yes. You are awakened this morning. Your ears have been touched to listen. You will hear the voice that is speaking to you. Following the path of righteousness. The sovereign Lord has opened your ears. Start hearing. Start hearing the next matching order for your life. Start hearing the next path of divine instruction. Start hearing the, and, and, and walking to us. Yes. The place where the voice of the Lord is calling. My sheep hears my voice. A stranger's voice that will not follow. I say start hearing. Touch your ears wherever you are. Use this as a point of contact. Come on, let's add this out. Touch your ears and say, I will begin to hear the heart of God, the mind of God. I will hear where he's leading me to. I will hear where he's directing me to. And I will follow. I will do his bidding. Come on, in the name of Jesus, say to your ears, be open to hear the voice of the great shepherd. Touch your ears. Say, hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. Yes. He opens my ears. And I've not been rebellious. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Are you blessed this morning? Are you excited? Are you inspired this morning? That's how we pray. We pray with divine guidance and instruction. We don't pray our own mind or will. We pray what heaven is proclaiming and declaring give him glory hallelujah we started this morning by looking at psalm 100 and we read from verse 1 to verse 4 i'll read it again as i round up this morning psalm 100 verse 1 to verse 4 it said make a joyful noise to the lord all the earth serve the lord with gladness come into his presence with joyful song Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. We didn't make ourselves. Science did not make us. We didn't come from big bang theory. We didn't come from, you know, some, uh, 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 you know, dark black hole somewhere. We're not from ape. He made us. We are his. Tell the government of the world that we belong to God. They may take everything. They may try to stop us and hinder us. But the kingdom of God will continue to prosper in our life and through our life. It is he who made us. We are his. We are his people. In case you feel disenfranchised. You feel disadvantaged. You feel you don't fit in. Remember you are his. And we are the sheep of his pasture. Then he went forth. They say enter his gate. You see why we are tracking the restoration of the tabernacle of David. All of this powerful principle we've got to incarnate within our life. Hallelujah. David says, enter his gate with thanksgiving and into his court. I hope you know that not everybody who have access into the gate of God can enter into his court. 
A court is a deeper dimension than the gate. To get to the gate is an issue. But to enter into the court of God, ooh, you see, you've got to understand all the attitudes, all the beatitudes required in the things of God. Enter his gate with thanksgiving and into his court with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. We are the generation of them that bless your name. We honor you. We praise you. We are grateful for granting us the, the audience to stand before you, to pray, to call upon your name. Thank you, Lord, for a generation that you have invested for yourself in this hour who will continue to proclaim and hallow your holy name. Indeed, you are the lofty one and we lift you high above all else. Take your place over our life, over our homes, family, and all that we represent, ministry, business, careers. We declare you as King and Lord. You rule and reign. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Well, friends, we want to thank God for this time of prayer, this time of great opportunity to bless the name of the Lord. The Lord has been good to us. We appreciate what he has done this morning. Thank you, everyone. If you have joined us this morning to pray, we want to bless God for this wonderful time. May the Lord continue to grace and strengthen you and empower you. May your altar continue to burn with fire. Amen. May the fire not go off. May you continue to walk in the knowledge of your priestly kingship ministry. May you continue to live a life of divine order and representation. Keep praying and keep blessing the Lord. We'll see you again. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you everyone that have joined us this morning to pray. God bless you. Bye-bye.
Thank you.